Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome. Six years and counting. So this is Ken Rashawn on Voice America Amplified Influencer Channel, and we are sponsored by Perfect Publishing, the Umbrella Syndicate, Keep Smiling Movement, and of course, Ozzy, how are we sponsoring you? Hey, uh, we are very grateful, and, and that's exactly what you're doing right now. We're very grateful uh, for your generous offer and having us on this show. Thank you so much. Well, let's let's have people on the gate get to your website to buy tickets to come to the event that's on the 12th of May. So how do they get there? Uh, all they have to do is visit our website at www dot american veterans dot org and uh just go down to the uh to the event bright uh bright section and uh just get their tickets or we still have availability for some sponsorships last minute sponsorships as well so uh this event's in dc and i know this is a national show so there may be some people that need to book flights today so uh we are having the event at the mighty gaylord Yes, we are. It's an evening of camaraderie, uh, patriotism, and connection. It is the only all armed forces service war in the country. There's nothing uh, like it. And as our chairman, Mayun Shaheed, actually says, it's actually an experience. And, uh, <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. So how long have you been doing this? We've been doing this for eight years uh, now, uh, but two of those years actually uh, was in between COVID. And so this is, although we are around for the last eight years, this is our sixth annual actual uh, American Veterans Ball. All right, so we're gonna go to Renee in a second, Dr. Renee, but I do wanna make sure everyone's clear. This Friday, May 12th, and what time does it start? Uh, it starts, uh, general public comes in at 6 p.m. And uh, that's when the doors open up at, at the Gaylord. Uh, the VIP reception actually starts about 5.15 to, uh, to 5.30 uh, for those who have access to the VIP reception. Well, I mean, all, all the listeners here are going to want VIP. I mean, these are American Voice America. I mean, come on. Yes. <laughs> there, everybody's okay. VIP. I get it. <laughs> and, and we're, and we're going to talk about the Gaylord and how you pick that place. And, I mean, there's not too many places that are – at a higher level to have an event. And although it's very inexpensive to have your event at the Gaylord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, right. Heavy price well, tag. So I'm going to pay you a huge compliment. Uh, this, is, this is probably the biggest compliment I can give you because Dr. Renee knows this, this to be true. And no kidding, I've, I've done so many events I've lost count, but I might be around 10,000 events. And I have... I've never paid to sponsor work or anything. And I want to tell you, I did it because I believe in you. I believe in the veterans. I believe in this experience. And I know in your heart, you are doing such amazing things. I wanted to be one of the people that says thank you. So, Well, thank you very much. Uh, one of the things that we have, uh, we have implemented is, look, uh, you know, everyone needs to have skin in the game. 
this is an enormous uh, undertaking by uh, by yours truly. In, in many different avenues. Uh, it is costing us close to $200,000 when it's all said and done. And so what I've asked is all the volunteers, supporters, those who are providing services to at least purchase one ticket. And that's for the cause. Uh, and we do appreciate that. And that actually has worked out uh, great with the majority of the folks that are supporting us. Uh, because when they support us, they're supporting veterans, they're supporting our causes for kids, and that's what makes the world go around. So we appreciate your support. It is, and I, and I wanna say, I have triple skin in the game. I have the ticket purchase, I have the, obviously, donating the photography services, and I wanna publish a book about your story Thank and you. How, how you make a difference. But I wanna say something about that triple skin. It's not about bragging. It's about you saying, listen, folks, I'm committed to this continuing, and for this to continue, everyone has to be part of this financially. And I respect you for that, Ozzy, because um, it, can I share in the uh, live on the audience? Uh, that, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So, so you shared with the group. You said, "Hey, I'm sometimes out 15k on doing this," and you know, I, I have so much respect for you on two levels for that. One is the vulnerability. Number two is the fact that you eat it. You eat what you have to eat. And then the third is that you raised your hand and you said, I don't know if I can keep doing this, but I believe in this event. And because I believe in this event, everyone cut that 15K down. And, you know, there's a lot of people that put their tail between their legs and they say, you know what, I'm out. I'm checking out because I can't afford it. So mad props to you, Ozzy. I'm serious. I mean, the reason I'm giving you this show and I want to be part of your journey and I want to do your book is because you have the right attitude for it. You have relentless attitude, persistent attitude, determined attitude, so thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I, I truly believe in everything that, that we do. Uh, the American Veterans Board is a certified nonprofit uh, uh, organization and none of us, none of us has ever received a penny, not one single cent that has come into our organization in any form of payment or benefit back to us. Uh, on an average, I average about ten to fifteen thousand a year. Right now, today, I'm probably about twelve thousand five hundred. Uh, there are still some costs out there that uh, uh, that if we don't have within the organization, that I, Ozzy Ramos, do actually come out of my pocket to uh, support that. So uh, I'm definitely in the trenches, and, and uh, I'm I'm in it uh, full fledged. Of course, you know, as, as I start to get older, I have to be careful, right, that I don't uh, end up in an asylum. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, uh, because it's a huge undertaking. It's it a is. huge undertaking for an organization to work 365 days a year, because we actually work on this, like, throughout the entire year, and to not have not no pay staff, all the volunteers, uh, they all have jobs. They work every day. And in between their days, we're communicating, we're doing things, we're moving and shaking. Uh, it's, uh, it's, we truly uh, an example of what it is to be a living, breathing example of how to serve post-active service. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's what it's all about uh, uh, Shahid, Sam, Dr. Renee on the board, Veronica, 
uh, Soroya, who's our events director, everyone, uh, Stephanie White. There's so many folks uh, that uh, that really contribute uh, to all of this, and uh, you know, and, and we want to say thank you uh, to. All. I'd like to give another thank you to my brother Eddie Patton. Eddie Patton, and yeah, there's so many Eddie Pages. Uh, there's so many people right now. I'm not. You know, the, the names are kind of in my brain and everything. But and some would say there's too many Eddies, but you can never have enough Eddies. You, you can know. never have enough Eddies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, and all the all of our ambassador queens, we got a whole bunch of ambassador queens. The, the ROTC from, uh, from Quantico, Virginia, uh, the Potomac Young Marines, uh, all the photographers, uh, the videographers is is so many so actually uh so that eddie gets to have his team acknowledged do you, you want to share a couple of the names of the photographers that are there yeah so we have yourself we got eddie well we got eddie Patton. uh we also got yourself and we got charles wheeler we have jess clemente uh and uh who am i missing am i missing anyone i think i am missing. well i'll tell you what we'll do links to anyone we might have missed but um, yes. The reason I want to say uh, a big shout out to Eddie is, first of all, Eddie is a very gracious person. He, yes. he and Dr. Charles Wheeler, um, they just volunteer a lot of times to support events, nonprofits, philanthropies, organizations, causes. And I just, uh, from the bottom of my heart, they're, they're like brothers to me. I, I just love both of them. Right. And, right. And there's a sister I want to actually acknowledge. Her name is Dr. Renee. Yes. yes. Dr. Renee Allen is the reason that you and I know each other. And right. normally I would go to Dr. Renee first and go to you. But the reason I went to you first is I wanted to, I want to say how much it means to me that you're so committed and that you really open the gate for us to support you in a bigger Absolutely. way. And I, and I want to say that we're going to do the veteran book we talked about last year and you will not be short again. That veteran book will make you, 15 to 30k towards your your gala and towards your causes okay i'm committed to that that book doing that for you ozzy and i appreciate that i know you have a great team of people and <clears throat> they have similar ideas i just want to say that you can always add another idea that's going to make a revenue stream and, and abundance happen so I, i'm committed to you next year having this and the 10th year is going to be very special for me because i've done I've done a half dozen 10 year anniversaries where I've done enough of the events that I actually have so many of the people, so many of the stories, but there's some I want to share about Dr. Renee. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so much. Yeah. So yeah, he's just, just like she means a lot to you. I just want to say I can get pretty choked up about Dr. Renee. She's, she's uh, someone that during the pandemic I was, I was hurting and there were only a couple people that knew how bad I was hurting and Dr. Renee was one of them. And, and she gave me a loan and she says, don't worry about when you pay it back, but mm. take care of yourself. And, and she saved my studio of 37 years. And wow. you know, when, when someone, you know, when someone gives you a chance to survive and also um, when many are not, and, and then they might be hurting too. It, it is, it speaks volumes of the character of that person. And you know, if, if you're an officer in the military and you're reconning an area and you don't have someone to have your eyes on where you're going, you can lose people. You can lose lives. In fact, you can, you can actually be a failure. And 
I consider Dr. Renee, not just the reason I know you, but she has connected me to just, I, it's, I've lost count of how many opportunities, how many events that she allows me to amplify the goodness of someone, because I believe that if you do not amplify the goodness of people, you're missing a marketing aspect and people don't know about that person. And then you lose that person because they don't have that impact they need to have or what they want to have. Yeah. And so, uh, she surely I, is the conduit to great people. That's yes, for she sure. Is. Yes. <laughs> she is the, she's the people's MC. And, yes, she uh, is. <laughs> and Renee, the first yes. segment is about you. And I, I want, the reason I went to, uh, Ozzy first is because Ozzy's event this Friday, and we need to make sure people can go to the website, order their tickets, meet you, meet Ozzy, and meet roughly 900 to 1,000 other people that are leaders, servants, protecting our country, giving us the freedom that we would not have without their heart, soul, and mindset. So, yes, Lord. Yes. So, Renee, you are an angel. <laughs> you are an angel. So, we, we would like to start um, this show at this point with you sharing what caused all this? Who are you? How, how did you become this person that causes all these amazing things? Where were you born? I was born in Fairfield, Connecticut. But first of all, I want to say thank you for having us on Amplified with Ken Rashawn on Voice America. Look, we're both excited. Ozzy and I were talking this morning. We are just over the moon about being on the show and and your listeners having access to what we're going to be doing on Friday. We are super excited. And I was, just want to thank you officially. And it is in Oxon Hill, Maryland at the Harbor um, in Prince George's County. So I wanted to give that shout out, you know, that where it's going to be. And it's going to be so many great people. I'm so excited about this year. Well, I mean, the Gaylord is like the second DC. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you almost cannot think of a place to have it. That's at, at a higher scale. I mean, it is, it is the ultimate. Yes. And when you said earlier that you um, was going to start out with me, I'm so elated. You started out with Ozzy because Ozzy is the reason why I'm involved in this. Ozzy is the reason why I have taken this as though it is my own being a 22 year retired veteran because I only follow great leaders. And so I, you know, with things that have gone on in my life the past year and a half, I've had to purge a lot of boards and different things and say no to some events because my time is so limited now. But my number one, which is their hashtag where passion meets purpose, my number one passion are the veterans. And I am dedicated to Ozzy and his team for as long as I'm here on earth. And he's doing a great job. And I'm glad you started out with him. Well, let's start out with someone else that's very important to you. So you were born in Kentucky and thank you for being more, born in the state. <laughs> I mean, Ozzy, do you realize there's no state called Ozzy Tucky? There's only a Kentucky. I was born yeah. in Connecticut, but Connecticut. I was in Kentucky. Oh, <laughs> Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay. <laughs> no, Connecticut. Right, so K-E-N Connecticut. K-E-N Connecticut. Okay, so you're, you have a, an amazing son who's an author. Yes, I have an amazing son who is not only a great leader, he's just been from birth, he's just been different. He just thinks different. I think he's been here in a different time. He's an old soul. And during the pandemic, uh, we published nine of his amazing poems, uh, which is also a youthful guide to poetry, chase your dreams. And um, he's, he's really is an amazing person. Well, if, if you can bring some copies, one or two copies to the event, I would, <clears throat> I would like to interject them into what it is to be a leader. 
Awesome. I do have one copy and I'll bring that with me. Thank you so much. Chase, we'll you know, appreciate as, that. Your, as your future publisher, you don't have to bring a copy in the future. I'll, I'll go ahead and take care of that for you. I'll bring 10 or 20. Thank you. So, so um, tell us a little of your journey. Like you, you have, you've gotten involved. How did you get involved in so many? It, it's not just Ozzy. You've been involved in almost anything that happens in DC. How did that all happen? You know, first of all, I want to give my thanks to God because everything I give him thanks um, and my parents, of course, Leith and Charlotte Frazier, I'm the oldest of three girls. So I've always been in charge, always accountable for their whereabouts, their scuffed knees. So it just actually parlayed into my adulthood. I can't even take credit for it. I'm just that way because of the pecking order. And I just love to help people, even if they don't deserve it. I just, I listen to God. I mind my business. I about face and keep it moving. And, um, and that's how I go through life. I just like to spread joy where God tells me to. And of course, with you and you sharing that story, you shouldn't have shared that story. That was personal between you and me. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, people like you and Ozzy, who happen to be on this, um, this uh, Zoom today, you both are very special to me. And there's a very small tribe that I have of women and men that I'll do anything for, um, literally. But in general, I walk the earth just looking where I can be a, be a smile, like, you know, like you. Dr. Smiley, I just want people to smile. My dad always said, if you're smiling, no one ever knows what's going on and you just spread love. What, what, what were your mom and dad like? Oh my goodness. My dad is a veteran. Uh, uh, he passed away six years with throat cancer, but he, 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 my, I'll just, I'll just shorten it by saying this. My dad was an extrovert. My mom is still an introvert. She's still alive. My mom would be the type to to buy all this food and put it in the extra refrigerator down in our basement. And my dad would have a cookout the next day for the neighborhood. So they were just opposites. <laughs> you know, Ozzy reminds me of my dad. <laughs> he just gives, 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 you know? <laughs> well, tell about your veteran experience and, and uh, your college. Well, actually, where'd you go to college? Well, I, I, I went to college in the military, but at 17, I joined the Navy. They came to my school and, Roger Letlow, um, Roger, yeah, Roger Letlow High School. And I loved the uniform. I fell in love with the pride and how they walked in. And, you know, I was popular. I was Austin Congress president in my, my, my um, senior class. I was in plays like Isabella, who we will talk about later, Ozzy's daughter. And I did a lot of that, but I wasn't an A student. So I knew there was no scholarships coming. So I was like, sign me up, <laughs> sign me up so I can, you know, start living my life and, and I uh, get off the burden of my parents and, you know, and so and I never look back. I love the military. And that's really the reason why I, I joined partnership with Ozzy and the team because of the camaraderie ship, the, the, just the love, the family, the veteranship, just the pride and joy that you have serving our nation. What about uh, D.C.? D.C. is a different animal. D.C., I love D.C. I love the DMV, which is D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Um, D.C., you know, they need to become a state, first of all, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I wish I could help Eleanor nor and our wonderful leader down there um, in, in any way that I can because uh, they're, they're missing out and it's not fair. But I love D.C. as the nation's capital. You know, I, I've done so much there. I, I really became the people's MC there. And... Um, how, where, like, where did you start? How did you start that? Well, you know, I started almost 30 years ago emceeing, even in the military. But, but who, it who wasn't gave until, break? Who gave you huh? that break? Who gave you that break? Well, who gave me the break? Oh, shoot. I want to say, gosh, it was somewhere between 
Barry Fletcher, Roger Gore, Lance London. I don't know. I think Lance London gave me the break first with Mega One. And it was a huge event at the LaFont Plaza. And if I'm wrong, it's the whole group of them. But I mm-hmm. believe it was Lance, Dr. Lance London, who owns the Carolina Kitchen. Um, because um, I, I was the MC. He gave, you know, and it was big people. I mean, it was, you know, big bishops and celebrities. And, and I was I was the one leading the pack for, you know, it. So, you know, a lot of people have given me given me chances. And um, and I'm actually the co-MC at the American Veterans Ball, which I'm proud of. But I'll tell you this. I have to give the former uh, county executive, Rashawn, um, uh, oh, goodness, what is his last name? Oh, my goodness. But, um, but he, his wife, who is now deceased, called me the people's MC during his campaign. So Baker, Baker, Baker. And, and it was Deborah Carter and myself. We were out there campaigning. And next thing you know, his wife, Christy, said, you're the people's MC, and I think I was the people's it's, it's something. It was always mess, you know, changing names in and out. But she really named me, so I have to give her the the credit. <laughs> Rashawn awesome. Baker, Rashawn Baker, <laughs> Rashawn Baker. Yeah, his wife, his wife. Yes. So, how many events do you think you've done? I mean, you you actually get out all the time. You know, not quite ten thousand like you, but I mean, it's up there. It's it's up there, thousands. Um, I say at least two thousand, um, but I really don't know. That's a, that's a great question. <laughs> so I want to say, uh, look, Ozzy, am I right? Looking at Dr. Renee, doesn't she look like someone's on a TV show right now? Well, she, she is. <laughs> yeah, she's on she's on a radio show with Zoom. Right. <laughs> she looks like she looks like she's ready to do a talk show. She is. She is definitely poised to to have her own show, uh, and I would encourage and support that a hundred percent and twice on Sundays. <laughs> you know, I had my own show for almost ten, well over ten years across from Howard University. It was the number one or two show for the entire time. My first guest was Silver Logan Sharp, the former lead singer of Chic Freak Out. You know all that. Yeah. And I had a ball, and I've had an opportunity to be on morning show. They had some auditions. I wasn't offered the job, but when they told me how much they made, I just couldn't do it. Just like the airline stewards, I just couldn't do it, you know, because I, I have too many responsibilities and <laughs> I need I need that moolah. <laughs> you know, Ozzy, I don't know. I, I relate to what she's saying. I don't know if you know what she's talking about, but I, I was a wedding DJ back in the day and I did weddings for, you know, 2000 bucks on the average, upwards of three, believe it or not. And I was offered because of my voice and... I guess my personality on some level, a radio show and they 98 rock called me, a couple others called me and they said, Hey, mm-hmm. we'd like to, we'd like you to audition. And I said, well, what does it pay? And they were like around $15 an hour or 70. What, I mean, this is back in the day when, you know, right. they just, they just gotten rid of rocks as a way of paying for people and they got <laughs> with the money. But uh, <laughs> I thought to myself, wow, that's going to be a hard bill to pay with that kind of pay. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would have had to have a husband that was at least going to hold me down while I just made my veteranship and got to be a vet, you know, but to start out in that way, I just couldn't do it. So how did you meet Ozzy? Oh my goodness. Through different people in the veterans community. Yeah. And, do you remember Ozzy? Cause I can't remember, but I know I fell in love when I met him. <laughs> Uh, I, it, it was definitely at an event, and we have a lot of mutual friends that uh, kind of circle with each other. And uh, but 
the day I met Renee, uh, it, it was since then. I mean, we've just been stuck at the hip and we've supported each other. And she has just been a big influence in my life. Uh, she's been a blessing. Uh, we practically speak every day, uh, multiple times a day for years. Uh, and uh, she's been a great soundboard, a great supporter. And I just love her to death. Uh, as you already alluded to there, Ken, she does, <clears throat> she does so many things for so many people uh, and organizations. And uh, she rallies around once she gets involved with anything. Uh, people are just going to gravitate towards that uh, particular cause. So Praise God. She is definitely an angel uh, to many, uh, to many folks. And uh, so, you know, she's highly recognized and, and, and it's just her spirit, her genuine personality, her heart and everything else that comprise of who Renee is that just people just love her. And I'm definitely <laughs> one of her number one cheerleaders. Look <laughs> pom-poms. Yeah, we got the <laughs> You know, Ozzy, she just gave me a little what, what for for giving that personal story. But <clears throat> if people don't understand how much she means to me, how do you tell how much someone means to you unless you tell a story? And That's a, that's a great, impactful uh, story that you mentioned. It is these type of things that... Uh, that Renee does that are under the radar that she doesn't boast. She doesn't publicize. Um, I work in a very similar fashion. Uh, I'm very comfortable in the trenches and stuff and uh, doing things, um, you know, that, uh, that you just do them when you, when you give, then you just mm -hmm. give and you keep it moving. You don't really have to uh, boast it. Uh, and, and amplify it, right? I know that your show is about amplification, and <laughs> and uh, and that's great. But she does many things that way. Uh, I mean, look at your powerful story. Uh, she came to you in the time of need, and you was about to get shut down, and all of a sudden she hands you a check and says, "Don't worry about paying me back. Pay me back when you get whatever she said." Right. Uh, and that's uh, that's what she does. She is a she's a miracle worker. Uh, she's a blessing to to many folks, and uh, and and I just salute her. Matter of fact, she came up with that hashtag veteranship. And ever since she said that on one of the videos that she did for ABB, uh, you know, it, it's 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 hers. And so she coined that 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 uh, that hashtag. So veteranship hashtag veteranship for Dr. Renee Allen, because she is so remarkable. And I love you, dear, so much. You know, I tell you that every day, right? I love you, too. I love you and your family. Yeah. I love you. So we're going to come back in a minute. We're going to come back in a minute. I do want to say the distinction between amplifying yourself and amplifying others is ego versus praise. Mm. Oh, I love that. I love that. Hashtag it. <laughs> that. There you go. So, so I just want to say, Ozzy, the reason I, I need to share is because she'll never share how important she is to other people. And I want her to know that she makes a difference every single day she gets up she and does. she says, I care about this person. I care about this cause. I care about this uh -huh. event. So thank you, Renee. We're coming back in a minute. The Love next you. segment's going to be mainly about Ozzy, his pursuit, his veteranship, and his vision with this event. Um, and we'll come back with the uh, link so people can buy the tickets. This is Ken Rashawn on Voice America, sponsored by Perfect Publishing. Keep smiling in the Umbrella Syndicate. We'll be back in a minute. 
Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at theumbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome, welcome. Ken Rashan, second segment with the amazing Ozzy and Dr. Renee. And we are discussing the big veteran ball that's happening March, and I'm sorry, May 12th, this Friday at the Gaylord in the D.C. area. And next year, Ozzy, what we'll do is we will start a month before the event and we'll have you on for five minutes and you'll bring on a guest that's going to be at the event that's a VIP, okay? Oh, that'd be great. Thank you so much. All right. So what is the link so people can get tickets? Uh, It's uh, They can go to www.americanveterans, and that's plural with an S, ball, B-A-L-L, dot org. Uh, We definitely could put it on also our live page after we finish. Uh, We'll make sure we'll put the link on there as well. Thank you. Yes, we will. And what I love about your uh, veteran ball is you give an option that people can buy a ticket. They can uh, make a bigger donation. If they don't want to go to the event, they can't make it to the event. They can make a donation to the event to help with costs. So it's all available to you. And listen, uh, you know, if you make a $25 donation, you make a $200 donation, whatever you wish to do, it is making a difference. This is a man that's committed to making these events happen. And I have heard in his voice with some trepidation, the vulnerability of saying, hey, I got to come out of pocket sometimes, 15K, to make this event happen. And he went from the MGM up to the Gaylord. Uh, and I do think that's a, a, an upwards move. That is, right, Ozzy? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, look, uh, you know, eight, seven years ago, we started here. And, uh, you know, there's only a, I, I always say that we're a bunch of uh, a group of backwood country folks out in Stafford, Virginia. That's where it was birthed at. And uh, we, we started at the Hospitality House uh, in, in Fredericksburg, a very small hotel. Fredericksburg, Virginia? Uh, yes. And, uh, and you know, our, our first event that we did there, we, we grew out of that. And, and we spent two years at the Fredericksburg Expo. Uh, and we grew out of that. That was about, 
the hospitality house was probably about uh, 250 folks, uh, 300 at the max. We took it then to the Fredericksburg Expo. That was about 600 folks, two years in that. We grew out of that. And then I took a leap of faith, or we took a leap of faith, and, and we was very nervous about going into the uh, D.C. space. One, is a, it's a regional space, and plus there was uh, the element of the unknown because our following was right here in Stafford, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Right. And so we took a year off, and then we made the decision to go to the MGM. And the first year at the MGM, I think we had probably about 600 folks that actually showed up. Uh, a bulk of them was from the Fredericksburg Stafford area that, you know, convoy down there. And then we started picking up folks from the DMV. Uh, we had two years in between with the COVID thing. And then in 20, uh, last year, 2022, we came back, uh, and we actually sold out the MGM. And, and that was amazing in itself because mm -hmm. I, I think to my knowledge from what the hotel told me was that we're the only organization that actually sold out the MGM. So, uh, it, and it all has to do with, with all the angels that surround me, uh, our, our staff, our volunteers, uh, and also the sponsors who believe well, Speaking of volunteers, you, you said there were a couple people you didn't mention in the first segment. Do you want to mention them now? Uh, it, you know, it, it, Yes. So uh, I, I forgot Joy, uh, Fabian, and Kimberly. No, you, didn't, you didn't forget them. You just wanted to save them for the second. I season. just want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Bigato, who, who's been a co-founder, he's been very instrumental in the branding and the birth uh, of the American Veterans War. Uh, our resident DJ, my son, and uh, Tony, uh, DJ Chubb, and, and Tony B. Bennett, and... Uh, uh, and the Noise Ninja uh, uh, crew. Uh, we got also Mike Cross, uh, our videographer. Um, also J.D. Roberts, who was our sound guy. Uh, I also, we got uh, Macintosh. We got Macintosh uh, Video, who is going to be recording it. And wow. also, I felt, felt very terrible. John Wildell Photography, he was the last photographer. And you know what? I feel terrible, John, because he's been with us since day one. Uh, so, you know. Well, you, you don't need to feel terrible. You want to save him for this special announcement. Well, this special announcement, that's right. <laughs> John Wildell Uh and there's, there's many, many more folks. And by the way, everyone you've attracted to this event, I got to say, I've met them. The consistency of heart centered yes. leadership is definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's more folks, Pastor Bobby, Maria. Uh, there's just so many. That, and again, the Ambassador Queens as well. You have a lot of Purple Hearts uh, attending, right? Well, we have veterans attending with all types of uh, merits and uh, resumes uh, on there, uh, on whether they're chess or whatever the case may be. Uh, look, the unique thing about AVB is the only all-armed forces service board, right? There's no other uh, organization that's out there that's doing what we do and the magnitude that we're doing it. Again, I have to tell folks, and it, not to boast, but we are a non-pay staff. We do this organically and we do this by getting people to, you know, come in and buy a ticket or sponsorship. So why are we doing this? That's, I was just about to ask you that. 
Yes. Why are we doing this? That's a very important question. How did this ABB come about? Uh, I'm retired military uh, in the Marine Corps, uh, from the Marine Corps. And uh, we are used to having, you know, Marines are fanatics about the, you know, about the Marine Corps war on an annual basis, right? Uh, and so I could tell you that at the time that uh, ABB was birthed, I already had been retired right about maybe 12 years at the time. And I could tell you that at that time and even up to this day, I've never received anything in the mail to say, hey, you invited to the Marine Corps ball in this section or whatever. Just an invitation to go to the ball, right? Uh, and so we missed that camaraderie ship. A lot of, uh, and that is really the pure purpose of why we created the American Veterans War is for us to have an evening, again, of camaraderie ship, of patriotism, and also of reconnection or connection, right? On this one single day of the year. Now, because of how it has grown over the last six to eight years, it is evident that it is it was a gap that needed to be filled, right? Now, uh, the so that's the main purpose. It's an evening of, com of camaraderie ship, right? It's getting people together. Our goal, the goal of the American Veterans War is to connect past and present military professionals to the future leaders of America. So what we have at the ball, what you will see, is you're going to see retired veterans, veterans who have just served. You're going to see active duty folks. You're going to see junior ROTCs. And you're going to see also kids like the Young Marines Program of the Potomac, right? So it's a torch passing ceremony for everyone, okay? Uh, I would say, I would dare say that it's kind of a mental health day, right? Because everybody comes in and they have a great time. Our, our program is very, very powerful. It'll, it'll send chills up and down your, your spine and it will make your socks go up and down. When I looked across during our production, I see people with a, a host of emotions. You can see people smiling, you see people in tears, you see people crying. Um, we by no means have any expertise in the uh, production area, but AVB has actually turned into a production by default. And that production is very, very powerful with many elements of patriotism, of that reconnection. Uh, you know, and, I want to add a couple things. First of yes. all, I want to say that I got so tired of pulling my socks back up, I just let them fall down and I did. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, <laughs> I would say that your event <clears throat> has three more words that actually hit me and you haven't mentioned them. Appreciation, gratitude, and honoring. I, I, yeah. And, and I, I want to say that from a standpoint, you're connecting... Um, people that serve and you're connecting people that understand what it is to potentially give their life for freedom and give their life for a country they believe in. And, and that is powerful. So it's a way of life. And I appreciate that you acknowledging that it's a way of life. I could tell you that although I've been retired out of the Marine Corps for nearly 19 years today, uh, 
I still live as a Marine. I just serve in different capacities outside of the uniform. But am I a Marine every day? Absolutely. And uh, as Marine leaders do, we identify problems and we go out and we just try to make a difference with impact. We're not going to try to leave no uh, none of our fellow service veterans, not only Marines, but our sister services as well. Uh, we're not going to leave them behind, right? So I've already explained our mission, right? I've also alluded to our goals, but we also have a vision, right? I envision that we'll be a that we would love to be uh, doing things in like the following areas: um, uh, mental health, homelessness, uh, financial workshops. We we would love to do all those things. That I, I want to make sure that we're clear. Like that's a vision, right? I don't have a pay staff. I've never received funding from anyone. We haven't received anything, right? We just do this event. Would we love to do other things? Yes, we would love to do those other things, uh, but we're not able to do them. So I have it as part of our vision that, of things that we would love to do and get into. For now, we will continue to act as a conduit to those veteran service organizations that are already doing the good work out there that offer these type of services that we can kind of put them into the pipeline into their organizations for specific service, right? Uh, the other thing that I would like to talk about is passion and purpose and how it relates to veteran suicide from my perspective. Uh, the American Veterans War, myself, I have taken the position or advocacy um, about passion and purpose. Where those two intersecting lines meet, uh, I believe is where we need to focus on to help veterans uh, so that way they don't become part of the alarming number that we kind of hear for well over a decade already of the number 22. Now, the number may fluctuate back and forth, but we have a real serious problem where when statistics are showing that on an average over the last decade, on an average, 22 veterans decide to take their lives on a daily basis. If you multiply that by 30 and then by 12 months into a year, and then you multiply that by 10 years, that's a lot of veterans that we're losing, that the country loses. The country is losing, right? And so we have all these veteran service organizations. Uh, they're all doing great things, uh, very noble stuff. Uh, we have to find a way. Look at that, 80300 a year, right? No, no, no. That's for 10 like, years. For that's 10 years. That's a lot of that's a lot of veterans, right? Uh, nearly 100,000 uh, veterans in, 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 in 10 years. Uh, so we have to find a way. Look, when we get out, right, we're so used to being heroes when we are in the military, right? We have a cape on with superheroes, right? But when you come out and you make that transition, that is where what I call life events starts to take place, right? <laughs> we start to change. 
whether physically, uh, we go, we can't find a job. We go through separations. We go through divorces. We go through a host of mental uh, challenges, right? And uh, that also includes deciding maybe to um, falling into the traps of alcoholism or or drug addiction, right? It's a host of these life events that actually end up pushing veterans to the dark corners of the world. It is at that time where they make that decision of taking their life. And it's an unfortunate thing, right? And look, the veteran who took his or her life yesterday, I, we can't help, they're gone. And we're gonna, we're gonna honor them. We're going to celebrate them. We're going to try to help their families through these things. It's a very unfortunate thing. Getting back to the advocacy, I believe that we need to look at the same problem of the 22, but from a different portal. Let's turn that around. We coined the hashtag 78, right? And so the 78 is on top of the 22, is on the positive side. Let's help them find their passion and their purpose, whether it's finding a job, whether it's getting them off the street homeless, whatever it is, let's, and that's where the veteran service organizations come in, because that offer those services. I, I'm not trying to cut on a beautiful, I mean, everything you're saying is so important. I just want to say the first time I ever heard the 78, just want to say it was at that white party event that, uh, that it was where you, uh, where, where was that event? Uh, Renee? uh Roger Gore. Yeah. Uh, Alice A. R&B yes. theory, concert yeah. series. Yes. I, I'd never heard the 78 before, but I want to make sure a couple of things are true. One is that people understand that the 78 live and thrive because of support and transition. They get, support and they get transition because the military into civilian life is not like a snap. It is a, it is really a jolt. And that jolt doesn't happen unless you have someone that says, Hey, it's a different way out here. I mean, this is so crazy when you serve and you go into civilian life, it doesn't make sense again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look, we do a great job in recruiting folks and acclimating them into a military lifestyle. Um, I say that we could do better on the exit strategy, right? Yeah. There are some things that the military is doing uh, or are doing, but uh, it has to be much better, right? That we shouldn't be veterans on the outside and never receive an invitation mm -hmm. to attend a annual event, a customary ball or something, something that we're used to, right? And so, again, that's when... Uh, we create the American Veterans Board. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so, look, we are all in this together. Uh, there's a lot of great organizations, veteran service organizations out there that are doing great things and very noble things and so on and so forth. Uh, again, my we are nonpartisan. We don't get involved with politics and none of that stuff. You'll never see that with the American Veterans Board. Uh, we just want to be the stewards of, of good works, right? I'll tell you what, Ozzy, there are many people that are going to be mad at me if I don't do this, and that is to let people know who you are. So where were you born? I was born in Brooklyn, New York. You hide it well, young man. I thought you were from Georgia. 
Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, in the Bushwick Buffer Stuyvesant section of uh, of the of the BK. There, you, you know that we actually uh, got the Keith Smiley movement to be in Brooklyn, right? You know that, right? I I know now. Yes. <laughs> hey, you, you smiling? That's right. That's right. So, uh, so what was uh, what was it like your childhood that caused you to be a veteran? Well, I, I grew up in a very rough neighborhood. Uh, I grew up in the 70s, uh, a lot of gangs, drugs, alcohol on every corner. It was my normal environment, right? And so you adopt to the normal environment, you become immune to it, you think that that's part of everyday life. Um, a lot of struggles, a lot of pain, a lot of choking points. Uh, my parents were, we were very, very poor. Uh, my father was a cobbler of women's shoes, uh, works in factories. My mom also worked in, in factories, mainly house mom. Uh, very, very little budget, but uh, my parents, we were rich in, I would say, love and, and, and morals and doing good works. And uh, I've always had a heart since early on. And... Uh, and that it has become part of my DNA and part of my personality. Um, somehow I got through school, right? Uh, I, I actually was thrown out of three regular high schools. Uh, and, uh, and I ended up as a last chance in an alternative high school that at the time it was called Redirection. And that's exactly what they did with me. They redirected my entire life and I got my stuff together. Uh, graduated. Uh, any shout-out you want to give to a teacher or someone that changed that direction? Oh, my God. Another angel in my life, uh, the man who actually saved my life, who's no longer here, uh, Mr. John D. Davis. Uh, a special man, an angel from God, who this was a, a, um, a six-foot-four white man who... Only, not only, but he would just go into the Puerto Rican neighborhoods and the black neighborhoods to try to save us, right? Because he felt as though we were all screwed up. Right? He used to tell us that all the time, right? You guys are overpopulating the area, the country, and so on and so forth. But he was great. He was an angel. And uh, I, I, I responded to him like I never responded to anyone before. He offered a lot of great things. And we then had a kind of a son, father and son relationship for over 30 years. Uh -huh. uh, and he stood kicking my butt every day. I am, I, I actually amplify or exemplify who many parts of who he uh, was uh, to me. And uh, he just pushed me to continue going to school and going to school. He got me into college and, and I kind of bounced around college and everything too. And, uh, but uh, what, what was your, what was your veteran experience like? Well, I spent almost 21 uh, years in the Marine Corps. It was the best thing that ever happened to me, my life, for my entire family. I, I didn't end up as a, a statistic in the streets of Brooklyn, uh, lost to drugs and, and alcoholism or diseases or whatever the case may be, right? Uh, and, and so I not only did that, high school redirection, redirect my life, but it actually put me in the pathway of the Marine Corps and uh, it furthered me 
from there. Uh, I had a great career, went from private uh, as an artilleryman uh, to, uh, to a chief officer three commission uh, officer and uh, through my uh, span in the career. And I, uh, I wouldn't change anything about that. Uh, if I could go back in time to do it over again, I would do it, but I don't fit in my uniform anymore, obviously. And, well, guess uh, what? Guess what, Ozzy? Guess what, Ozzy? They, they yeah. gave me the clock for my rapid fire. Rapid fire, I ask you a super fast question. You give me a super fast answer, no explanation. Got it? Just answers. So we're going to go, we're going to go Ozzy, then Renee, and I'm going to ask you five okay. questions, super quick, super fast answer. So Ozzy, what's a, what's a movie that inspires you? Uh, Goodness. We can come uh, back, Renee. Who, yeah, go back to Renee. Yeah. I, I love so many, but The Notebook is one of my very favorites. <laughs> That's my, one of mine. Uh, go, go ahead and say Gladiator, Ozzy. Gladiator. <laughs> All right. What's, it, what's a quote you live by, Ozzy? Uh, I, my quote is all about passion and purpose. Uh, making a difference with impact, right? And giving back. And, Good. Renee? Uh, yes. Muhammad Ali, I grew up, my dad loves him. It's the, the quote is, if I say it correctly, the, your service is the rent you pay to be on this earth. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, what is, uh, Ozzy, uh, who's someone you'd like to meet you haven't met? Uh, good, good Lord. You, you asked some, hard, some tough questions right now. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Switch we'll come on. back. Renee, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Again, there's so many, but right now with Jamie Foxx being in ICU and I love him so much, I would love to be bedside to give him some love right now. God bless you. All your prayers, Jamie Foxx. Awesome. Ozzy, anybody? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. You kind of caught me off guard. No worries. No worries. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, a Renee, a book that changed your life. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Jane. Oh, my God. Between Charles Overton Scott and oh, he gave me so many books. Oh goodness, the 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 uh, the greatest salesman in the world. I have to say that the oh, Ozzyman. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, that's the scrolls really. I got that one. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. I got an answer for that one. All right, uh, go ahead, give it. <laughs> okay, right here, Timothy Keller. And hold it up higher. Every yeah. good endeavor. Okay, so we're down to thirty seconds. Every good hey. endeavor. So we have amplified you. This show is about amplifying goodness. It's leadership, inspiration, and bringing community together. So I want to acknowledge both of you. A uh, heartfelt thank you for spending an hour with me, but more importantly, that you devote your lives to helping veterans, leaders, and America be stronger. So thank you so much for both being on the show. We'll put the links in for you to get the, the tickets, for you to support the event, and more importantly, just to come and celebrate veterans. So thank you very much. This is Ken Rashan and Voice America. Absolutely. Ba-boom. And Perfect Publishing and the Key Smiling Movement. We will be making several books from this event, and I hope you're there to be part of the book. Thank you so much, Ken. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, Ken. Stay amplified. Okay. All right. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.